Welcome to Training Room Talk, where we discuss all things performance, rehab, and education. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Training Room Talk. I'm Dr. John Herding. I'm here with Rob Rabina. What's going on? Um, our student, Alex Stewart. How's it going? And Dr. Nick Paragini. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. Um, welcome back, Nick. Anyway, today, guys, we're going to talk about, um, so I, over the last couple of years, there's been people talking about how sitting is the new smoking. Um, that's been kind of the buzzword to kind of get people off of um, sitting for long extended period of times and sedentary behaviors. Um, and we just want to talk about, we'll probably discuss both sides of the argument a little bit, um, but why we don't think sitting is the new smoking. Um, specifically, and in, in maybe the conversation will go here, maybe it won't. I guess I'm kind of guiding it a little bit, but um, does posture really matter, right? Um, so guys, what are your thoughts on, maybe we'll start with Alex, as he's the, the fresh newbie just finishing up PT school. Um, you know, when you hear that sitting is the new smoking, do you agree, do you disagree? Is that something that's being talked about in PT schools at this time and, and helps as we try to become the leaders in um, the movement um, process and, and having, um, being first providers in the healthcare system? Well, I think it's kind of crazy to think that sitting could be such a terrible thing for our bodies when, I mean, most of the population, most people were sitting all day and not everybody's having these huge problems that, I mean, some of these articles come out and say sitting is a new smoking, right? I mean, I don't think that's right to kind of like throw the baby out with the bathwater, as you would say, right? I mean, just because people are sitting doesn't mean it's terrible for you. Maybe it's just like the lack of not moving, right? Maybe it's just not reversing that posture throughout the day, or maybe it's just not exercising. Maybe sitting's not terrible. Maybe it's just people who aren't getting up and moving around, which might be the terrible part. But I don't know. What do you, I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I, sitting is a natural posture of rest, right? Like look at indigenous cultures, look at all the animals on this planet. Like everybody has these natural postures of rest that we all revert back to. Um, yes, we all know that sitting, most a majority of the population sits for a majority of their day and a majority of their days, like 15, 16 hours, and then you're going and laying in bed. So a majority of the population is sitting and sedentary most of the time. Um, but by no means do I think it's the, the leading cause of um, like lung disease, cardiovascular disease, and, um, you know, associated diseases, um, as far as that goes, I think um, sedentary behaviors are possibly contributing factors. But if you just sat all day, every day, I don't think it um, is, you know, there's, there's a multitude of factors like there is in most things um, that we do. Rob? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the overall like principle, maybe as like why people are saying you know, sitting is the new smoking. It's just a way to get people moving more. I would say it's, you know, I don't think we're saying it's as bad as smoking. I think it's just meaning, hey, let's try to move more, be active more, exercise more, go to the gym more, play with your kids more, and try to limit the amount of time that you're sedentary and sitting. Uh, because really that statement, you could substitute sitting with really anything. You could say, you know, um, I don't know, anything. Yeah, like Standing eating, all day long is, is bad. Or it's bad like, for you. Eating like crap. Right. Like right. just anything. Yeah. You can substitute really anything. Maybe not, obviously it's not as bad as smoking. It's more of just the analogy that we're using. But, um, yeah, is sitting like bad for you? 
No, like, but with, you know, if you, if you're substituting that with proper exercise, a training program and an active lifestyle, um, it's okay to sit and relax. Like, you know, for someone like myself who stands all day, I love sitting. <laughs> I love getting home and sitting. That's what I, you know, when I'm not playing with my kids, of course, but, um, you know, staying, you know, resting the body is, is a, is a good thing. And, taking taking a load off and, and sitting down is is not so bad rob the problem with that is that you can't fit that into a headline it's not catchy it's not it's not what the people want to hear yeah no i know i know it's not fear-mongering right so it's not fear-mongering and you know you guys i think all have this have this similar thoughts on this you know it's really easy uh and catchy for either you know being the media or other publications to, you know, assign one thing, you know, as the culprit, as the problem. And we even see that with people coming into physical therapy, you know, in the clinic, they, they go, you know, well, what is the problem? And the problem with that is it's never one thing, right? It's never just sitting is going to kill your lungs or sitting is going to give you low back pain. There's always, uh, a variety of issues that can lead to someone's, whether it be obesity um, or musculoskeletal pain. And a lot of times, you know, posture is only one part of that equation, but it's never the only thing. So sitting and smoking, not necessarily. Uh, it can be an issue. Um, and I think with a good kind of history and you know, subjective interview and just kind of looking at someone's day-to-day actions. And, and like you guys are saying, are they active? Are they moving? Are they doing other things? That's going to be a big, a big, uh, big part of this. Yeah. I mean, with anything, the goal of whether it's nutrition or uh, movement or like uh, challenging the brain with studying it in school, like the, the goal is variability and being able to adapt to variable inputs, right? Like, you have to be able to push yourself outside a comfort zone and then adapt, right? Whether you're studying for an academic test or you're learning a new skill um, in baseball practice or you're lifting weight and stressing the body in the weight room or, or running a little bit further each time, it's, it's the ability to adapt to stress. And when you kind of become accustomed to certain situations and staying in a lane, um, and most people that are sitting all day, maybe they're, they're not learning to be variable and adaptable, then it might lead to certain problems, specifically in our case, like orthopedic injuries. Um, yesterday, I saw a lady who sits all day. She's a four. She sits all day. And we hear it all the time. Someone bent down to pick something up. The variability of movement that they're not ready for because they sit all day in one plane of motion, that, that's when they tweak their back. So um, I think, like you were saying, Nick, it's never a single thing, but it's a multitude of factors. And... Um, the goal of, of life is to just be able to enjoy it, to be adaptable. And if you're sitting a majority of the time, that's, that's not the case. And it could predispose you to certain things. Yeah. So I think, I mean, that's, it's all about finding the balance on the scale, right? I mean, you, we have people who come in, they sit all day, their back hurts, right? We also have people who stand all day, their back hurts as well. So where's the happy medium in that? I mean, if you're somebody, it's really about finding the balance of sitting. If you sit too much, let's get up and moving, right? If we're standing too much, all right, take a break, sit down, reverse that posture, right? Because then we can go to the opposite side of this where there's people with these ergonomic standing desks, right, that stand all day. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, it's the same kind of thing, right? I mean, some people just want that quick fix where they're like, oh, okay, sitting's evil, 
right? So I'm going to go buy the stand-up desk, and they think that they've made the fix in their, in their healthy lifestyle, right? But at the end of the day, I think if I'm standing all day, I'm going to be in more pain than if I were to sit. Completely agree. I think, like you said, you want those options. You want the options to be able to um, adapt to certain situations throughout the day. Um, I did find that the average American sits 9.2 hours a day, right? Um, and that, to me, that doesn't include sleeping, right? That's, that's part of it to me. Um, but I agree. That's like, crazy. It is crazy, isn't it? Like, I, that's why I, I do my job, because I would go crazy in a cubicle for 9, 10, 11, 12 hours a day, right? Um, and then when I sit in the course, like, it crushes me. And that's like an eight-hour-a-day course, like on a weekend. But like, that's sitting that entire time. I'm fidgety. I need to, like, get down on one knee and kneel at the desk. I need to stand up in the back. I need to, you know, sit in various different postures where I'm sitting on my foot, sitting with both feet on the floor. Like I'm constantly changing position. And, and maybe that's what, that's the ideal, right? Where maybe having a desk that's able to, you're able to stand, you're able to sit, you're able to kneel on one knee, you're able to get up and walk around the office, um, you know, for 10 minutes every hour. Um, but again, it's being, I keep going back to this, being in variable postures throughout the day um, so that you're not letting the tissues adapt to sedentary or like, you know, single positions. If we are going to talk about sitting, you know, when someone does sit, Alex kind of brought it up a little bit, but what is the correct position to sit in a chair, sit at a desk? You know, if we are going to sit down, like, is there a right way to sit? Is there a wrong way to sit? Is there some, a position that's better for our body, that's worse for our body? Should we slouch? Should we sit upright? Should we sit on a stability ball? Should we, you know, you know I mean? There's all sorts of chairs and, and, and postures to sit in. You know, I think if we are going to sit and rest, you know, maybe we should try to do it as often as possible so that we are providing this variability that, that John's speaking of. You guys thoughts on that? Do what feels good at the time. You know, it's, it's actually, it's, it's really amazing because this market is enormous, right? Companies are shelling out millions of dollars on workplace ergonomics from a preventative standpoint, you know, that have, you know, people come in taking measurements of people's desk. I mean, this is, this is actually a route, an avenue in physical therapy, right? Where you can be hired for a company to go in into a workplace and you know, take measurements, work on people's desk setup, how high their chair is, where their their, their hand placement and forearm placement is, um, you know. And ultimately, what we're kind of finding about finding out about you know research uh, about posture is that it doesn't necessarily matter. And a lot of the the the, the kind of catchphrase is um, you know your ne- your best posture is your next posture it means that you need to listen to your body and like the conversation that we're having is have variability and have the ability to move in and out of certain positions. So we're not overloading certain structure structures. Um, I, I took this analogy from Mike from uh, next level. What was his last name, John? Where, uh, where, where, and he talks about, uh, you know, your, your joints um, or your movement capabilities as a joystick. And, you know, the, the, the more repetitive motions that we create over and over and over again, we lose variability of our joystick and become shifted. So the goal, I think, with posture is to be able to keep our, our joystick, you know, in, in the middle, centrated. So we have different options. We can move right. We can move left. We can, we can extend. We can flex and not be stuck or rigid in any one position. 
So Rob, I, I, I don't know if there is an optimal way to sit in PT school. You know, you would, you, you see the pictures, uh, you know, on, on the, from a profile of a plumb line going through the ear, going through the, the AC joint, going through the hip, you know, going through the, the malleolus, you know, I, I don't know if that's ideal. Right. And, and the problem with some of that workplace ergonomic stuff, Nick, is um, then people get fear-mongered into, oh, I need to keep my elbows at 90 degrees. I need to keep my feet flat on the floor. I need to keep my hips and knees at 90 in my, my ears over my shoulders. So they end up in, you know, even worse rigid postures and they're scared to move out of them for fear that it will cause low back pain or fear that it will cause, you know, neck pain or whatever. So um, I, 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 I think we all in this clinic and, and in this facility kind of stray away from pushing people into, hey, it has to be done this way. I think a lot of times we're like, well, like, do what feels good. And, and it's not to sound flippant about it, but I think, like you said, Nick, with the, the posture research, like it doesn't, it's, it's, it's coming out that it's not as important as we once thought. And there's not necessarily an ideal posture for every person. Um, it it kind of depends on, on you as an individual, the situation you're in, how you're responding to that situation. Um, don't forget about how psychology feeds into posture, right? Um, and maybe that's a whole nother topic, but, um, you know, it's, it just, sitting as the new smoking is, is kind of a fear mongering way of telling people they need to move more, right? So we, but it's always multifactorial and you're not going to get cancer or cardiovascular disease strictly from sitting for 9.2 hours a day. I think we can all agree. I mean, that, that, you know, the, the message behind all of this is something that we support, right? We, we want people to move up and get up, get out of their desk and move around during the day. We want people to, to be more active. I think, you know, we're, we're telling all of our patients that, but we're not going to an extreme to say that like, this is going to kill you. I, uh, I don't know how I just remember this, but my, my senior year at Temple, I did my final capstone on sitting. It was, I think that the name of the paper was like health implications of prolonged sitting. Um, and so this was, you know, inspired by K-Star uh, and, and his stand-up desk project, which is really about getting kids, you know, up and standing during the day, you know, whether them having, you know, in class, standing. And I think, you know, that stuff is something I'm absolutely behind you know, from, a, from a, a mental energy, from a cognitive energy standpoint. I mean, I think there's a lot of value in, you know, ingraining from a cultural standpoint getting up and moving throughout the day uh, instead of having kids, you know, sitting for six to eight hours at school. I think there's a lot to be said about, about that and implementing that at an early age um, as a cultural value. Yeah. I mean, I have a family friend in this area in the Southeastern PA area. She teaches elementary school in the first day of class. Um, she get, makes the kids get rid of their chairs and she tells all the parents that they need to get um, a stability ball. And that becomes the chair for the kids. And she says her, um, her behavior issues have like shot way down and she's had to discipline kids a lot less because they're not fidgeting in their desks. They're, um, you know, whatever the stability ball is doing for them and, and, and helping them maintain their attention. A lot of the, the issues that she had in the past have, has dropped way down and, and she's never gotten resistance to my knowledge um, that the parents have to go out and buy a $10 stability ball. Um, and, and I think the, because discipline issues have gone down, I, the, her school administration loves it. Yeah. And 
Yeah, so I think what moral of the story is sit in different chairs, right? Stand up when it feels good and just do what's right for your body. Just move around. Don't stay in one spot for too long. Yep. Just move, move well, move often, make sure movement's a part of your life. Um, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, um, 10 minutes a day can turn into 12 to 14 and to an hour. Um, so starting small and moving on from there. Yeah. Cool. Cool. As always, guys, thank you for listening to Training Room Talk. Um, if you like what we're putting out, please share. We're, we're on the path to 10,000 listens. We're almost there. Um, so please share. Um, please feel free to comment on the podcast wherever you um, listen to your podcast and ask any questions um, or reach out to us um, on social media um, at John Herding dash DPT. Nick, you are? Nick Perigini dot DPT. And we got Rob. At uh, Rob Rubian. And Alex is still working towards that. Sweet. All right. Now you want to share, Alex? Go for it. Find me on Facebook. Uh, Stuart.spt. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.